0: And Mr. C, take it away. Thank you very much, Joseph. So kind of you to to handily, graciously uh, let go of the things there so that we can start the things there. (laughs) So listen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, can we give a warm welcome to Chris Sibia, first and foremost? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Big up yourself, man. Listen, you you look like you're glowing there, my brother. (laughs) You almost have a heavenly glow to you this evening. So, first and foremost, thank you for joining us here at Shamps and Giggles. As I uh, say, thank you for having me. Mm, know? Listen, uh, the, the whole team has been excited that uh, you're, you're, you are our guest of honour today. So, as Joseph has said, you you, you are a ghostwriter. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I know, look, some of the people, Chris, that we have here in Shamps and Giggles... Uh, they've come from road, bro, so uh, it, as much as they look intelligent, professional and beautiful, <laughs> a lot of them have come from road. so when we mm-hmm. said that we're bringing a ghostwriter, yeah, they was like, Me know what, hear nothing about Doppi and ghost and all that kind of stuff, just Jesus and God we are dealing with, so please explain to them, what is a ghostwriter?
1: Alright, so what, so it started with my, my book, about my life, written in memory of my son. So yeah, after I wrote my story, I realised that, you know, I know I knew a lot of people who also had stories to tell, stories that I knew would be interesting. And I thought like you know, um, the community needs a, a platform where we're telling our story from our mouths. So if we back up a couple of years, I'd learned how to type because I injured my my foot so i was on crutches for like a year okay so in in that time i learned how to type so when it came time for me to now start writing my book uh, i had built up that skill where i can type at about 60 70 words a minute Mm -hmm. so when i finished my book and i was deciding what i was going to do with regards to publishing i looked into publishing myself and I realized the difference between me buying one ISBN and 10 ISBN, which is the unique identifier for each book. The price wasn't that much different. So I said to myself, well, it makes sense. i get 10. So when I got 10 ISBNs now, like I've become a publisher by default. So I said to myself, you know what? Now I have to start helping other people tell their stories because I was never going to be able to keep my publisher. I've got 10 ISBNs and I've only got one book. So that's when I stopped writing, you know? So after I finished my book, I wrote It's on Top for a friend of mine named Reggie Stepper. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wrote The Lie That Made Me for Mark Tugwell. Um, I also have written, I'm gonna be releasing this book soon, My Untold Secrets by Shakira Beckford. And I, and and I've got loads of new books coming. Those are a few that I can I can hold and I can show you. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've, I've worked with loads of loads of authors, and I've got loads of material
0: that I'm going to be releasing soon. Right. So in a nutshell, what a ghostwriter is. You're somebody who takes somebody's so, so, story and helps yeah. them. To, to get it published and to, get it to, bring, to bring it done. to life yeah so they okay. tell me they tell <laughs> me their story
1: i type it i do the editing with my team mm-hmm. and then i do the typeset and all the things that you need before you publish and then i also
0: publish okay so so, so look so look. talk us through the process so say for example it was either joseph or um yolanda Here, what's the process you would go through in order to ghostwrite their story? All right, all right. So first and foremost, they have to be comfortable to
1: that they want their story to go out there. Because for a long time, for example, myself, I was a very private guy in a sense where I didn't really want my business out there. But in Mm. my son's memory, I said to myself, I could see some value in sharing my story. So that's the reason why I decided to tell my story. So first and foremost, a lot of people have to get over that barrier of telling their story first and foremost after that they agree that they're gonna i'm I'm gonna help them then they're gonna mm-hmm. talk to me about it as they're talking I'm gonna ask them what they remember in each specific year yeah so we build we start building a timeline based on what they remember within each years like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of us we haven't necessarily kept notes or a diary with regards to what happened in our life so it's, as i do the year the year on year on year what they remember then we start piecing it together because you know they was living in a certain house when x y and z happened right and you
0: know point so it'd be yeah, like you know reference he, point. Was, he was he was in elaborate grove in the in the uh, you know in in 1994 to 98 yeah what yeah, was it like. Yeah. so X, Y and Z happened within that time, yeah, so yeah. that's how it kind of builds and, and also I suppose uh, other reference points would be like well, you, you was there with, with um temperamental um Terry then yeah, kind of you yeah, yeah, out yeah, with him yeah,
1: yeah. Or, and, you, or uh, your children were born on X day yes. You know, yes.
0: that happened after that period so forth, uh, you know So roughly how, how I mean, I suppose it's different for each individual uh, Chris, yeah. but what kind of time scales are we talking it takes from when you first well, had it, that it, it depends it depends on it, it depends on people's
1: money really more than anything at the end of the day right, okay uh, so i'll give you an example i'm working with um someone at the moment um we started working two and a half, half weeks ago we're at 37,000 words right now wow so that the, the average the average book um, is between forty five and sixty thousand words, and we're at thirty seven thousand words already. Two and a half weeks. That's the that's the rough draft. Now, when we got the rough draft done, then it's my job now to start putting it into position where now it starts looking like a book, and then we start the proper edits, and then I pass it onto the team of editors, and we do it like that, you know. But yeah, it kind of um, it's on top, and the light that made me. They took me nine months. Both of them, I wrote them within the, within the one year. Um, mm-hmm. My book took me 10 years, but I wasn't getting paid to write books. So it was yep. more therapy for me mm-hmm. as and when I
0: felt like it. Wow. All right, nine so months. look, I, I, yeah. I, I'm just going to take you back in time, Chris. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Um. Obviously, you know, you spoke about your son uh, as regards to being an inspiration. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and if you don't mind, that is, I've got to ask you the question first. Um, you know, explain to me what happened with your son, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. So, so my son was
1: premature. But what, what happened is the doctor said that he was an Indian doctor. He said that my son was dead when he wasn't. So there, there was a black midwife there. She said, no, nah, he's not dead. We're going to try So, I mean, I wouldn't have known. Kayan's mum wouldn't have known because was he weighed 660 grams he was tiny you know he wasn't he he wasn't saying much but i mean i could hear a little something but the doctor just came out and said oh he's dead but thankfully the midwife was there she said no he's not dead we're gonna try it so they tried with my son and my son lived for a month and then the day after i buried him the police took me to jail and that was my turning point where i decided you know what i want to turn my life around and I want to inspire, encourage the next generation to read more because I saw the importance in reading late in life, you know?
0: Okay, so look, Chris, I'm, I'm a man, I'm, I'm a stickler for detail, bro. You know, mm. you said your son passed mm. uh, and the police came and arrested you. Um, yeah. uh, you know, we've got black women on this platform and in their heads, they're saying, what, oh, in, in son pass and then just come arresting for that. It is not good to be. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They, they need know, the it, details, it was- so what it kind was, of life was no hold on what kind of life was you living for the police to come and arrest you at such a sad moment in your life well i mean it was it was just very bad timing
1: you know um something that i'd been something that i'd been doing and I, and i mean i wasn't i wasn't convicted they did mm-hmm. they did harass me they did try mm-hmm. but i mean I, I i wasn't i wasn't convicted of anything particular at that particular point so um you know but yeah, as you can imagine, the day after I buried my son, the police have come, now. Like, and my other two children, who were, all, who were seven and eight at the time, wow. they were with me because we had just buried my, their little brother. So the police, I was just about to take them back to their mums so that they could mm-hmm. go to school. But the police have come, just interrupted everything, and they're taking me way out of London to deal with the situation. Right, so where are you? Which which part of the country are I'm you? I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Wolverhampton. Okay, and so they, you're in they,
0: Wolverhampton. They, yeah, yeah, they're, t- they're taking me to country. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you're in country, Chris, yeah? yeah. You're sitting yeah. in this, in this, these four walls, this yeah. cell, which has got the blue mattress on, which mm. I know, Chris, it, it took you a while before you sat down on that mattress. <laughs> <laughs> it always does, my brother. Yeah, the ladies don't yeah. understand this. It's a mattress. There's no, there's no, there's no Marks and Spencers um, duvet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. you, you pace up and down in that cell for a while, and yeah. things are going through your mind. Yeah. What's going through your mind, sir? What's going through my
1: mind? Like I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. You know, my son's just passed. Mm-hmm. Like these people did this. Sh- like there was absolutely no care. You understand? Like, I, mm. I had to care about myself. Yeah. I had to now uh, set a better example for my children. You know, I had to I had to turn my life around and in my son's memory, I said, you know what? I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to sprinkle a lot of educational stuff within the scandal of my story up until that point in my life, you know?
0: Brilliant, man. So, look, obviously... You know, as as, as as men and as adults, when we're going through life, we make mistakes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We all make mistakes. Is there any kind of key mistake which was like a, a turning point for you? Or was there, uh, it may not have been a mistake, it might, mean, it might have been a bit of inspiration. What was a turning point for you? What made you say, you know what, I'm going to make a decision and this is what I'm going to do.
1: No, I mean that was that was my turning point. I, I mean anything that they tra- they accused me of it was it, I wasn't trying to hurt, hurt anybody. I wasn't I was just trying to make money. Of course. And and and, and that's and, and that's what they um arrested me on. Uh it was complicated. They wasn't able to make their claim stick. Mhm. And, 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 that's, and that's where it was. But at the same time, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to change direction right now. And I'm going to, because I saw the importance of reading late in life, because there wasn't a story, I didn't know about a story similar to mine that was in the school system for young black boys and girls coming up to read.
0: Right. Okay. So So, so, so that was me trying to fill that gap. So, was there any kind of uh, any kind of book or any kind of author that you that you read uh, during that time which you found inspirational? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny you should say that. So, the day my son was born, mm-hmm.
1: the day my son was born, um, my my son's mum, she had a book on the bed called uh, "Piece of Cake" by Cupcake Brown. Okay. And I picked up the book initially because I always used to, at this point in my life, I was reading, but I was reading books, educational books. Mm-hmm. So I picked up the book to tell her, like, why are you waste your time reading these kind of books? You should really read books that's teaching you something. And she said, oh, I like, I like um, autobiographies and biographies. I said, I said like, and I, I really picked it up to read it and give her all the reasons why she shouldn't be wasting her time reading this kind mm. of book. Mm. I was just hooked on the book straight away and by the time the day my son died is the same day I finished the book because I would go to the hospital throughout this month because he lived for a month I'd go to the hospital throughout this month and I would read the book while I'm sitting down with him and as I'm reading this book I'm saying to myself how am I reading this woman's book? The, the things she went through, it was so profound. I said to myself, mm. nah. And then by the time, as I say, my son died, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to write my story in my son's memory. And if she can write a book, I must come write a book. Because she went through some crazy things. You know? So, so that was kind of my inspiration. I said to myself, if Cupcake Brown can write a book, I must come write a book. So that was kind of where, where we kind of stemmed.
0: Brilliant, man. Brilliant. So your first book, what was it? What was it called? A product of my environment. A product of my environment. So give, give us a synopsis of a product of my environment. Yeah. So
1: in part one, after my dad tried to murder my mom in our family home with petrol, I had to go and live with my mom. But I had a good relationship with my dad that was only eight years old at the time. So it affected me. I made a lot of mistakes trying to teach myself how to be a man. Like a lot of the youth today are making mistakes because they don't have the guy that's in the role model. Same kind of thing for me. So this book is inspirational for the next generation to make sure they don't make some of the same mistakes that I made. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: That, that, that would be a little synopsis with regards
0: to a product of my environment. No, listen. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, it's one of the mantras that I've got with with, with my sons as well, Chris. Is that you know the sins of the fathers will yeah. never follow onto the sons. So you know it, 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 it's important that we get these narratives out there. So look. Yeah. Um, so as you mentioned at the beginning, you said like you know uh, through again you was talking about the IP the IP SN numbers. You're saying so yeah. That helped you to make that decision. That being an author wasn't enough. You wanted to be a distributor yeah. uh, of, of books. Pub, publisher. Yeah, Pub, yeah, publisher. right. Oh, sorry, publisher. that's a correct yeah. terminology. Yeah. Publisher. So yeah. you, you know, you mentioned a few books there. You mentioned "It's on Top," um, "The Light That Made Me," "My Uncle's Secrets." My yeah, Anto's those
1: were a few. So I don't know if you guys, you guys may know um, a, a old school sound system called Metro Downbeat.
0: Don't know if you guys know that sound. Well, I, I, I've heard about it. My 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 um my uncles them and my and my granddad used to talk about them sound. Probably Joseph was around on them time there, but yeah, I, yeah. I I I was, I was I was too young them time. No, carry on. A good yeah. Play. yeah. So
1: so Metro Metro is one of the books that I'm working on right now. So Metro is the number one widely considered the the number one sound system in the world. So wow. um yeah he. Start. He was the first sound system to play in England, um, 1958. He, um, his story is very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. He brought Bob Mar. He encouraged Bob Marley to come to England when Bob Marley didn't even know that Chris Blackwell was cutting his records, cutting his voiceovers, and bring it, putting them out. So wow. for for years. Bob Marley was being exploited by Chris Blackwell and he didn't know. So when Metro went back to, now he's big in the music and he's 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 picking up records from Jamaica and America, he's gone back and he's met Bob Marley. And he said, yo, Bob, what, how come you haven't come to England yet? And Bob, Bob Marley said, I haven't got, no one ain't told me to come. Mm. He said, yeah, man, you, you, your music's doing well in England. So that, then spark something in Bob Marley to come to England to see what's going on. So when he got to England, he actually used to stay in Leyton, lay, near Leighton Green um, bus garage with his auntie because she lived in the towers. Yeah, yeah. So he was there. He was there anytime he came before he really made it big. He, that's where he would stay. And him and Metro they became really good friends. Mm-hmm. And Bob Marley he was so broke at the time, like. The last time, because Chris Blackwell ducked him five times uh, till Bob Marley got mad, he said, yo, listen, if I go to Island Records again and Chris Blackwell ain't there, I'm going to mash up the place." So this time now, when he got to Island Records, Chris Blackwell intended to duck him again, but Chris Blackwell had a three grand check for him. Mm. Now, what had happened is where Bob Marley was broke, he had been in the local area. He used to frequent Stoke Newton quite a bit, mm-hmm. and he would eat in a in a place called um, in a man named Vin shop, like Caribbean food. That's where he would eat. But he had worked up quite a debt with Vin,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he was he owed Vin about 150 quid at the time. So, and them time there, them time there, that's a lot of
0: money. A lot of money, 150 yeah, pounds. You
1: back then. So. You know what I mean? So so, what's happened is Vin is upset. He starts talking about it. Yo, Bob Marley, this, this, you know, like, he ain't got no money. I want my money, blah, 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 blah. So that trickled back to Bob. So Bob was feeling some kind of way. So mm-hmm. when he got to Island Records and Chris Blackhold's not there, like, the, the receptionist said, oh, I'm sorry, Chris Blackhold's left, but... I left you this. He left you this, and he went to, and she she went to give him the the envelope with the check in it. But after he said, after she after she said he's not here, Blob Marley weren't trying to hear nothing else. He just started yes. m- match up the place. that's mm. he's getting mad right now? So there were some other guys. There was some other guys who was there who knew him, and they kind of basically held him. Yo, Bob, you're gonna go to jail. Blah blah no. blah blah blah. Come. They picked up the envelope. When they got in the car, they realised, like, yo, it's a cheque for three grand. But Bob Marley ain't got no account. He don't know nothing about what's going oh. like that
2: oh. at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. So he said, what am I supposed to do with this? And they said, no, listen, if it clears, you're good. Mm. So so um, he's basically phoned Metro. Metro said, don't worry, we're going to cash that. Gone mm. back to Vin, who owns the £150. Pound. Yeah, Vin had some money. He gave Bob Marley the £150. Pound. But Marley gave him 75 pounds. He said, listen, I know I owe you 150, but let me give you 75 now. We'll eat for the day. And then Mm. when the check clears, I'll give you the rest. So they've done that, yeah? So then what happened now? The Whalers, they were staying over in South London. Yes. Now, now, now Peter Tosh, he was a a naughty guy. He was a bad boy. You don't need to tell me. so, So what's happened now is... All the the, the word wonderful. the word the word got out that Bob Marley's spending money in Bin's place. So Peter Tosh said, "What Bob Marley's spending the Whalers' money and my girls' back in yard need new drawers." <laughs> that's that's exactly what he said. So when he heard that, now he draw for some South London man, and they ended up in Stoke Newton. Like so, it's it's on, you know. So mm-hmm. so but Bob Marley Molly had been feeding all of Stoke Newton in the time throughout he did. the day. Mm. So it was, and, and this time now, you have to understand, Stoke Newton was the heart of London. It come like Hollywood back then. It wasn't Brixton. It was Stoke Newton. So so when the, when, the, when the South London man come and they see what was going on, they kind of talked it out and um bob marley gave the whalers some of his money but he said nah you guys need to go and speak to chris blackwell as well yes yes so so, but but by the time everything had been negotiated and everything had been settled bob marley was really really upset he left england and went back to jamaica like virtually broke again so then what happened now is in this time chris blackwell realized how much money Bob Marley could potentially make him. So he knew, even though Bob Marley was upset with him, he knew it was in his interest to make peace with Bob Marley. So he sent a blackface to Jamaica to go and talk to Bob Marley to rekindle some kind of relationship. So Mm -hmm. the the blackface now has enticed Bob Marley with money, money, money. Got Bob Marley saliva right now, and then he's gone and dropped Chris Blackwell. You don't want to do no business with Chris Blackwell. But now he's all about what he can do with his money. This is what make him get back into bed with Chris Blackwell. Mm.
0: So,
1: so, so that's one of many, many stories. I got another story with Susan Godogan. I got, I mean, oh, you know, I got a Metro story
0: is phenomenal. Story for days. Yeah, yeah. Got, man.
1: And then we got um, Floyd Jarrett, the Broadwater Farm riots.
0: Yes, man. Look, I mean that that is one which i'm i'm looking forward to reading to be honest with you chris
1: Because
0: there's a big untold story in in, in that as well because what the very, media very, has reported there's there's you know i mean I, I remember growing up as a youth and there's people that i know on broadwater farm and i've heard yeah. various other little bits of story i've heard stories which haven't come out you know obviously you know we'll yeah. we'll um winston silcott so but anyway Tell us, yeah. tell us, Yeah, well, well, I mean, th- 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 that's enough. That's a story that I'll be
1: here for again, like ages talking about that one. But yeah, there is a lot of things that wasn't told that were that mm-hmm. are not public right now. Floyd mm-hmm. doesn't really, he hasn't really given many interviews in the time, and I've been fortunate enough to get the story from a few different standpoints. Mm-hmm. So. Because, funny enough, I um, have to make sure Metro, again, Metro actually went to school. They was in the same class in Jamaica, him and Cynthia Jarrett.
0: Wow, look at that.
1: So, so, the they'll, they'll, so yeah, the world's really, really small. So then um, another book I'm working on now is um, Mystery's
0: book. You know Mystery? PC Mystery, Paul Charlton. Yes, 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 Of, yes, of yes, his five Yes 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 big B. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I'm working
1: on Paul's book at the
0: moment. Brilliant. Um Brilliant, Dennis so Holloway and... you there, Chris, cuz oh, again, a, a lot of people don't really, you know, we have people like um PC Mystery and we we take them for granted. PC mm. Mystery was probably one of the first DJs who did something which no other DJ did. There there was a there was a moment where anytime you was driving in London, you saw a car in front of you and if there, it was a black person in it. They had a sticker in the back of the, of the car, yeah. And he was the first person, the first DJ I know who, who did who did his own brand and had yeah, it, yeah. and had it so that other people would 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 share that brand. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, what I love about Paul's book mm-hmm. is the grounding, the the love he shows, the reverence he shows his mum. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's important. That's a value that needs to be instilled within our community. And I, and I love that, you know, um, some of the things he got up to. Uh, it's, a, it's another very interesting book. Another very interesting story. Brilliant, Very, man. very interesting. And, and again, I have to go back to Metro again, because Metro inspired Shaka. And Shaka mm-hmm. inspired um, Mystery. Mm-hmm. So Shaka kind of inspired a lot of other sound systems. To be fair, so we're talking Josh Shaka. Yeah, 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 Josh Shaka. Yeah. So, so mystery, mystery kind of inspired all of them. Lady, um, Lady Coxon's another one. So, mm-hmm. so Lady Coxon, he um, Metro gave him a record um, by Richard Parker called "Caught You in a Lie." So mm-hmm. we all know the version. Probably. So Louisa Parks, yeah, but the original is Richard Parker mm-hmm. so so that is how Lady Coxon came out because Lady Coxon wasn't the original Coxon. so so these are the kind of stories that the behind the scenes that you know like if you know you know, but a lot of people don't know
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then we got d Row, Dennis Rowe, Saxon sounds. Another one, but he's very hard
0: to pin down, big bro. Um, sort of, you gotta do it, man. That, that, that whole Saxon sound, uh, era is, yeah. is, is a legacy. What we change the game again,
1: the Saxon changed, yeah yeah yeah.
0: You know.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's those are a few of the names that I've mentioned, but I, I'm working with really a, quite a lot of people that you know. And, it, and, it's, and it's really interesting getting to know because, for example, there's a lot of times when when a major events happen somewhere mm-hmm. and me talking to different people, helping them with their books, they make reference to the same event. So you, you kind of get in the event from many different standpoints.
0: Mm. Yeah, you get yeah, yeah. a proper map of uh, yeah, yeah, reference
1: yeah. points
0: proper, of that time.
1: Proper, Proper map of what's going, what, where London came from, what, what was was going in certain years, and you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's very, very, very interesting. Some of some of what I'm getting to learn.
0: So Chris, uh, l- let me ask you. Obviously, uh, you know, as you have you just shared there, there's there's many memories that we have as as black people. Uh, of African Caribbean descent, especially in 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 a melting pot pot like London or and the UK, is yeah. there anybody's story that you would love to write? Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys know Castro Brown. Castro Brown, the names for me, he, he so, was he, so, he was a,
1: a bad man, roadman from yeah 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 yeah. So I just I was about to start Castro Brown's book and then he died. And and I mean, there's so many, there's so many legends that I was mm. going to contact to start the process. And Count Shelly's another one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, there's there's so many of the old school that had uh, crazy stories to share. That they're gone forever. So oh, so this is definitely. the reason why this is the reason why it's so important to. Not miss an opportunity um, to to treat every day like it's our last because it might truly be. We yeah. all we, a, a lot of these people who have passed they made plans for weeks to come and we, we, they're not here to see see their plans through.
0: Mm. I mean, look, as you said that it's given me it's given me uh, that 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 thought and, and feeling like you know, like my mother passed uh, five years ago. And one of the yeah. things I, I deeply regret is that, you know, I spoke to my mum a lot about her, her past and her history and when she was a uh, But then, like, after I, I, I just thought, because I had a couple of videos of me and my mum just talking and everything. But I was mm. just like, how stupid was I not to get those stories of her of her past, of her youth, on yeah. video. Everybody's got a video phone now. So, yeah. 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 again, one of the things what you've just said is kind of like, for me, I think it's really important for us who have got grandparents and parents who are still living please the next time you see them just capture the stories on video yeah yeah yeah, yeah, them yeah, yeah on video yeah, you know it yeah. doesn't have to be no fancy fancy video but capture those stories on video because once that generation has finally gone there's it no it's like every time one of them goes it's like a, a library is gone forever encyclopedia uh Caribbean right. Ca- Caribenia has gone yeah yeah, yeah for real yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For real man so look, um you're not just a ghost writer you've worked with many many um uh, big community um organizations from a uh, 100 black men uh yeah. gangs unite father to yeah, father yeah. what why, yeah. why 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 have you uh worked with those organizations what in
1: in my in my son's loving memory i intend to do I'm am a, a Garvey, you know? Like look, this is this is my this is my ethos right here. Mm. If Garvey could do everything he done back then, like we can all do more. We should all be doing more. The reality is. No, hold on, pause, pause, not, pause. Sorry,
0: pause. Sorry, Chris. Uh, sometimes when when we get a moment, we we have a. You know, it's like when we get a record and 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 it's playing in a dance, and the people then say, "We'll come again." Please pull up that, <laughs> that pull up that and come again, Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Gar- Garvey Garvey your day,
1: Garvey, you done I'm a Garvey. I. And mm. the reality is if Garvey could do what he done back then, yeah, with none of the resources we've got, you know. Like mm. we all supposed to be doing a lot better. <laughs> the reality is if we don't do for our community, it's not gonna get done for our community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so, so this is. So I'm taking it as my responsibility to do what I can to lift up our people because the world knows the minute we come together and we unify, like right, the party done. They can't, they can't continue this violation if we come together. And this is part of what I'm trying to do right now because I see the importance in us coming together as one. Mm.
2: Listen, uh,
0: you know, you mentioned earlier that when you was doing the ghost writing, you were seeing like how Metro was important with with Coxon, and then you talk about um, spoke about Josh Shakra and mystery and all the connections. And it is, is this, this thing in? There's a terminology in 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 life where it's called six degrees of separation. Well, this is However, it. for us as black people, it's less than that.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I mean. I've travelled all over the world, and I, I like imagine being in Brazil and seeing someone who lives down the road, mm. like Barbados about to catch a train, to, uh plane to Saint Lucia, and seeing London from the end like mm-hmm. like Amsterdam, Turkey, Barbados again, America, loads of times. Like I mean, it, the world is not that small. We have to live good with each other. Yeah, yeah. Because no, because and, and, and this is what I try to explain to people, young people as well. Like we have to the young people have to understand to raise a child is a parent's investment. Mm-hmm. When a parent gets old, they've nurtured, they've instilled certain values in their child, when they grow up it's gonna be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. You, as a youth, man, you're going to come along and stab this youth for no reason. You're going to take away someone's investment. That violation right there, it can't repair very... It, 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 I mean... irreparable. We're, we're making we're making some irreversible decisions right here for nothing. And, mm-hmm. the, and, and the reality really is that our young people are disheartened with society. The society is failed, our young people, because it wasn't designed to help us. It wasn't designed for our young people anyway.
0: It was so, designed to destroy, so really and it truly. It was
1: designed to destroy and it's doing exactly that. So, mm. so these young people, they realise that, but they don't see who the enemy really is.
0: Yeah. You know? And again, it's, it's, it's about, you see, what, what it is, is that our parents grew up with, with morals our parents grew up with, you know, even though it is, some people would say it's it the white man word, the Bible and everything. However, there were certain codes of conduct which yeah. they followed and they passed down to their children. And I think it came to a stage where we stopped having that code of conduct and, yeah. and passing down words to our children. So what happened? The street and the system gave them their own new words. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, the, their values are in the wrong place. Their values are in more... Their, how they see themselves and respect as regards to what they're going to do to somebody who violates that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for example, some of the conversations what I've had over the last couple of months is like I'm trying to make a young person see that if somebody calls them a pussyhole,
1: yeah,
0: I'm going to bore him up. Yeah, but you don't understand. You go into jail for murder and spend yeah. fifteen years. Yeah. And then your, your 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 daughter your son is hasn't got anybody around to raise yeah. them. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah
0: Your values are in the wrong place. Yeah 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 yeah.
1: And and then and then we have to also take into consideration the knock on effects, the, the ripple effects that this causes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and and this is us as a community we're dealing with a lot of hurt because of the ripple effects. Yeah. You know and and my my and my way of trying to make young people see clearly is i I'll, I'll give them this scenario yeah look England and Germany can fight two world wars you know kill hundreds of thousands of people you know, but how many German whips do you see in London today Germany and England they can come and they can. They can work Allied. together when it comes to.
0: They, they
1: can work. They can work together when it comes to standing on our neck, you know.
0: And, and not only that, my brother, as you said that. I mean, you got to think about it. Mini is an absolute British institution, but it's Come owned on. by BMW. Come on. So it's a very they, good. They, uh, they be,
1: they've been character. working together all the time. Yeah. So so we so right now. We have to see the bigger picture for our survival. Every other ethnicity is on us. They're on us. They're, no one don't love us and, and they taught us not to love each other. Mm. You know, and so these are the these are the kind of things that I try to instill different perspectives in the way I write and the messages I try to instil within Brilliant
0: man. Yeah, 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 so I so mean look, that's uh, We're coming up to, to near enough the last 15 minutes but I, I really want to concentrate now on this uh, fantastic community initiative program that you've got uh, called SIBS. Um, I know it's broken down into four different categories. Uh, can you just take us through uh, first of all, uh, you know each one as we go along. So SIBS, what is SIBS all about? Well, the SIBS programs. Wow. I, I, look, I've
1: got. First of all, let me just mention my charity because I've created, I, I, I created a charity to to um, assist further with regards to education. It's Learning Foundation Development is the name of the charity so mm-hmm. all, as, all aspects of learning we create programs it's a newly formed charity it was formed at the begin at the end of last year um i had to jump through loads of few hoops to get as the cio because they don't they don't they, it's like they don't even want black people to have these things you know
0: <laughs> so, <the> hell,
1: <laughs> so so i managed i managed to get to get the cio so we're just in the process of creating a program so the the sibs programs are part of the programs that i'm going to be delivering moving forward when everything gets back to some sort of normality so so we've got four programs all basically designed to assist in certain in certain parts of a young person's development within school, okay. So, so we got the self-enhancing. Um, uh, yeah, uh, um, uh, sensitive Issues and behavior. Yes, yeah, sensitive issues, behavior. We got the success in business support. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, what what I what I want to be is the conduit between the educational system that's basically trying to make sure these young people fail, fail. Mm-hmm. and, and the, the surety they're not going to fail because we're going to be standing there right by them each time to, to make them move forward. You feel? The, the, the reality is even, and I'll go with this, I'll go as far as to say this, as long as our young people have got English and maths, yeah, anything else, like they, anything else they can learn when they're ready but the core subjects english and maths, is what they really need right because look a lot of young people they 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 get bummed down with all of this stuff that they're never going to use yeah and this is what makes them this is what makes them kind of create some kind of hate towards education and then you've got teachers that are disrespectful you know don't treat them with no kind of manners so you can see where we 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 got this tension going on but we've got a different we've got a different style for them. And gangs unite, where I'm based, is in and mm-hmm. uh, We're going to be running programs for black ch- black children to get them on track. Because we also have to take into consideration on the other side of coronavirus, like people who had good jobs then mm-hmm. are now unemployed. They are right. coming. For jobs that our young black boys would have been trying to beg for, like we, our young black boys, we need a whole new makeover. Our young black boys need and, and girls need to understand there's a totally different way, and this is what we need to teach them.
0: Hmm. Well, look, um, man, it's it's it's, it's deep. It's really deep. I mean, what areas are you working in? You mentioned Walthamstow. Are, are you based all over London, or is it just particular? Yeah, so, um, so I mean, and our, our network's quite
1: big. So if, for example, someone phones me and they've got a problem with a ch- young person in South, then mm-hmm. I will um, hand it over to the delivery partner that we've got over in South. Right. Um, um, West, same thing. Um, North, same thing. East, we've got other delivery partners in different parts of East also, so I mean we we kind of basically we understand the importance of working as a
0: cohort yes as networking independently for a network you know? yeah. Yes, yes 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 yeah yeah very 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 important so look you, you, gangs unite uh, is 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 a lovely combination of two very strong words yeah, one which yeah, there's yeah. a lot of negativity associated with it gangs yeah. um yeah. you know uh, and then United, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love the concept. It, yeah, it, so it, it, Colin, it's Colin James,
1: Colin James, big up the founder. Mm-hmm. It's a family. It's a family team. Um, Colin and his wife, they work closely together. They've been in the game for ten years plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've they've brought a lot of young people back from the brink. You know, they've they've done loads of work within the community. Um, Yeah, I've known Colin for years, even before he started with Games Unite. But we aligned maybe three, four years ago. And, yeah, I mean, we've been working together. I mean, they they have young people who have been kicked out of school and kicked out Mm -hmm. of crews and they'll come. And I'm just another face that's going to say, yo, fix up. You get me? We we ain't having that behaviour around here. The behaviour that they want to keep up with in those places... They can keep up that with dough in those places. But round here, we ain't having none of that. You understand? That's how, that's how we got the team set here. And, you know, they respect the fact that we talk to them with respect. Mm-hmm. We show, and, they, and they must talk to us with respect. And if they give us the respect that we give them, then everything's lovely and we get on like a house on fire. We don't have any problems in there. The young people they all right. develop, they grow and they they leave us and and they and they a lot of them some of them go back on a negative path, but if we had more funding, we'd be able to do more stuff you know and this is a, this is another problem that you know when it comes to our organizations like we're we're always scraping around at the bottom, but white organizations that ain't doing anything for our community. They they're at the top of the funding list, so so I mean with what we with what we have we do our best,
0: but we know that when
1: we get more
0: we can do more. Oh man, look, um, so so true. So where can people get in contact with you? Uh, the the um, number, website, social media. Yeah, so um, um my social, my socials um, and right, um Chris, before, just yeah. before you do that let's just break it down into the into the different um aspects and companies so first of all the learning foundation um where would we find information for that learning foundation development so development sorry so, yeah best place
1: well lfd dot charity mm-hmm. and that will take you to my website can send me emails there i mean as i say it's newly formed so there isn't much on the website but you can get information to me or we can ea's through my web through through that website london's finest distribution is my publishing website london's finest london's finest distribution so my email address is chris at london's finest distribution or if you wanted to email me through for the charity stuff then it's chris Mm -hmm at lfd.charity dot charity. Um my social my Instagram is Londons with an S mm-hmm. underscore authors underscore United. Uh, my Facebook is Chris Sibia. S I B I A, yes, Sibia. Yeah S I B I A, yeah. Um yeah, I don't really use Twitter. I do have Twitter, but I don't really understand it. I don't no really worries.
0: use it. We, we, um, we're not used to Twitter either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn is Chris Travel Sibia. So, look, Chris, um, yeah. it's been absolutely amazing talking to you. Uh, Thank you for having me again. Just, just before we, 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 we let you go, man, because obviously you're a busy, busy, busy man. Um, What are you looking forward to uh, for the rest of 2021? Most importantly, how can we as a community support you in what you're trying to do and trying to achieve?
1: Yeah. So
0: I'm,
1: I'm looking forward to releasing the new books that I'm working on. Um, Right, right now they Giving me a lot of resistance with regards to um, getting my books into the, excuse me, into the national curriculum, mm-hmm. because um, you know if I I'm I'm a I'm a straight black male and I'm trying to encourage young black children to do the right thing, and it's not necessarily what the system wants, so I find a little bit of difficulty going through. I mean, I'll make two steps and then I'll get a stumbling block, but I'm 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 still moving. I'm moving in that direction. Nothing ain't going to stop me from going where I'm going. So, I mean, well, it is what it is, but I I'll, I definitely want to get my books into the national curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, I need the books in the bookshop also, but I mean, these things take time. It is coming. It's happening slowly, but surely. Um, how can you guys help? I mean, just. Support by buying the books. And all you have to do is type in Chris Sibia in Amazon, and everything comes up. Um, yeah, I mean, that's 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 it right now. I mean, um, if you want to donate to the charity um, to assist with some of the new programs, or oh, some of the young people I've got, um, I'm actually helping some young people bring um, their own st- children's stories to life as well brilliant so, so so i've got a young illustrator i think she might be on this zoom as well i've got yes, a, young, a young lady a round of applause give her give her a big yeah, up. she's 14. She's, oh, 14. Sorry, I she's 14 she's going to be all the. she's going to be doing all the illustration and then i've got um my daughter who's going to be doing her book um i've got some of my godchildren who are also going to be doing their books and it's something that I intend to roll out because I think in this time, in this year that we've been on lockdown, it would be nice for a lot of our young people to go back to school. And when they're having talks with their friends, like, what did you do in the year that you was on? Oh, I wrote a book, you know? It's it's, some, it's something, you know, it's,
0: it's something... Motivational.
1: Yeah, so Motivational. A lot of, so I'm going to be helping a lot of young people with their projects within the next couple of months. And that would be something... If if people were to donate, that would be that would go towards the cost of producing the books, you know. Because the 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 young illustrator, I want to make sure that she's paid for her work. Um, I, I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna put some money down myself, mm-hmm. but you know, like through the charity, we
0: can help and we can reach more people. Wonderful, man. So look, um. I know that within this forum that we've got here, there might be one or two people who, who may have a question to ask you. Um, so what I'm going to do, uh, it, this wasn't planned, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow three questions from the floor. So you need to put your hand up. Uh, we will say who, uh, either a hand or a heart signal or whatever. And,
2: Mr see uh, there's quite a few in the chat room. So if you right. want to have a look through...
0: I I'll just—I I'll tell you what. If you can do for me, plush. If you can just pick one, just say their name and then unmute them for me, please. Okay. And make, um, um, thank you.
2: Go through. Great interview, Chris. Um, thank you. There's quite there's quite a few hmm. questions. Let me just choose one. Um, natural mystic. Uh. Why is? Oh, good evening. Hello, you got natural. Hi Chris, I've got your book. Thank you very much indeed for your presentation this evening. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just a quick one. I've got two comments for you. Um, just want to know if you affiliate with anybody or services outside of London, just due Most to different. the company lines aspect. Um, and if you do need to contact anybody outside of London, um, you know, please feel free to get in touch with my good self. I'm in Hertfordshire, so oh, always I'm happy here, to yeah? help. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, if you send me an email, we can definitely make the link. Because, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. That would be great. Lovely.
2: And then finally, just so you know, um, I work with a couple of publication companies and okay. I've also co-authored a book. And I've helped 30 young people also write and publish their book as well. Um, oh, so again, if you um, need any assistance or support and advice... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, please feel yeah. free to contact me. I've messaged you privately in the chat and I'll drop my yeah, telephone yeah. number. You can WhatsApp me and we can take it from there. And i am also email us back up. So more, more, more comment me. than anything else. But thank you so much and well done. Thank, thank you, thank you. Thanks, Naturalistic. The next one's from TMJ. Hello. Hi, Chris. Um, Hi. I've just a question. Do you get any um, people who have asked you to, or who you are ghostwriting for, that actually want you to remain anonymous? Um,
0: yeah, basically, I, basically, she's it, asking, it, have you got any Black Lottery winners? <laughs> <coughs> it,
1: is, it, is, it is something that I, I can remain anonymous. Not, No one's actually necessarily asked me so far, but I can
0: remain anonymous, yes. Don't worry, Chris, when I get you to write mine we have to keep it anonymous all
2: right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also chris um i'm gonna send you a link because i've just um started working with um an organization that are looking to um serve young people but there's also um they're looking for people to be part of the training as well so okay. i'll send you a link or oh, well, if you great. can thank i'll you. send you my number if you let me know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. great thank you thank you Thanks, TMJ. And the last one's from uh, DJ Smiley. Keith? Yeah, thank you. But I think uh, Mrs C um, asked you that question. It was um, more about your publications, where can we support you? But you've already highlighted that um, very well. So that was it. Plush. So if if I hand it over, maybe one other person could say something if you want. Thanks. Who, who, who give you that get
0: authority to, to, to make one other person uh, no, You, you did, Mr. C. And I, and I saw, I saw your lips
2: move. Benkulikrist, or whatever the word is. Gone. Jimmy go <laughs> for it, Jimmy. Thank So, Oh, good, good evening, Chris.
1: Lovely good evening, interview. Thank you. Uh, thank my you. question for you is if I've started writing a book and yeah. I've got absolutely lost, can you get me in the right direction or can you help me finish it? Most, most definitely. Most definitely. I'll, I've done. I'll, I'll, that, Helped quite a few people get back on track. And following that question, does it have to be a real story? Can it be fiction? No, most definitely can be fiction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Right, thank you very much. Great interview once again, man. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, now, there's some people who are asking as regards to. Cost Chris, Um, it depends on how long you chat for basically. So each person is different. So give them a rough idea, please, Chris. So so basically,
1: a rough kind of guide is a thousand pounds every 10,000 words.
0: Okay, yeah. So 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 you're talking so for a 65k novel, you're talking six and a half thousand pounds, 45,000 words, yeah, yeah, four thousand five hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, my well, man start writing book for people as well. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six and a half thousand pound for write somebody book. Listen, yeah. when I start talking things, that's what <laughs> wealthy.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, you have you have to understand it. It t- it does take quite quite a bit of work, and you gotta also um draw other people in as well because y- you don't care how many times you read something, you know, like you're going to miss some, you're going to miss some stuff. So you got to have maybe three or four other eyes who also, you, you have to pay a little bit as well.
0: No, listen, I, I, I do, jest because when you, you know, I want people to understand that some people will think, oh, what six and a half grand that's a lot. But listen, if you was to work for nine months Mm. and have to share that you realize it's not a lot of money exactly because you know it's not a lot of money really and truly people it's not the most important thing is that it's your legacy it's your history and it's there forever exactly and then and then,
1: and then and then and then we also have to um, take into consideration as well there's different methods of payment there's different um time frames like for example if somebody wanted me to help them publish, then they wouldn't have to pay all of the money up front. You know, if somebody wanted me to ghostwrite and remain anonymous, then yeah, I would need the money before I complete, before I give them their ISBN and let them run with it. But but there there are a lot of variations to what we do, you know?
0: Excellent. Listen, once again, Chris, we really want to thank you for coming and joining us on our platform and sharing your knowledge and your stories. You know, the the, the Bob Marley story will stay with me forever. Um, I've got got some stories. You're going to Metro down that one day. Trust me. All right. We'll we'll, we'll keep it for another time. But for now, uh, we thank you so much. Chris Sibia, ladies and gentlemen, give him a round of applause and a hand back over to Joseph.